Sweet Sweet Garbage is a podcast in which two women, Jenna Redding and Bailey Von Schneider, take a look back at some of their favorite garbage films and television. Knowing them as we do, we have to ask the question, why do they find themselves enamored with this trash? Not only that, why do we ourselves root for the problematic woman? We love a good crazy stalker, male or female. Why is Bailey okay with the idea of Penn Badgley stalking her? Why does Jenna want to single white female every person she meets? Can they be feminists and still enjoy these indulgences? Let's find out. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Sweet Sweet Garbage. This week we're keeping up with our Halloween slasher theme and we're doing Hellfest. Ooh, yeah. So, Bailey, you want to go into a little bit of a synopsis on that? Yes. So, a masked serial killer turns a horror-themed amusement park into his own personal playground, terrorizing a group of friends while the rest of the patrons believe that it's all part of the show. That sounds, again, I'm going to come back to execution. (laughs) That sounds fun. No, see, like, it's funny. The movies that we've been watching this month, with the exception of Freaky, which I think, like, actually, like, did a very good job with the premise, is that we have some really cool ideas. Mm -hmm. Like, stuff that I'd be like, oh, shit, like, I wish I had made this. Or, oh, shit, like, I wish I'd come up with this idea. But And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, maybe I could still come up with this idea. Like, yeah, how do I I make this better? Yeah. yeah, it's just like because I, I love the idea. I love the idea of going to a horror like a theme park or like some sort of like immersive experience. Yes, in shit going wrong, like mm-hmm. that sounds great. <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. It has moments of it has moments of being like that it could be good. But then mm-hmm. I just felt like what, what gets me was like, of course, I think I compare opening scenes of movies of horror movies, always to scream because talk about just perfection and just completely uh, yeah. throwing you into the genre. You understand exactly what it was. I mean, you couldn't ask for better, like 10 minutes of, of a movie than the scream and all of the subsequent screens screens have done relatively well with that. Uh, you know, aside from, like, the first one just being the best. But this one sort of had that opening. You know, it's like this girl is, like, walking through this haunted house, and she get, like, stabbed, and then he, like, hangs her, and from, like, where all the other fake bodies are, like, dangling. And I'm just, like, uh, it just, it for me, it sort of just felt kind of, like, blah. Yeah, well, that was the thing with this movie. This movie had a lot of, like, pretty like attractive people doing like all the right stuff that you do in a horror movie but like for whatever reason it doesn't land that well like it's yeah it it definitely comes down to execution yeah for sure and the the lead I kind of like that it was a kind of nobody's like to a certain point like the lead girl I had like I had an INDB and then I saw I was like oh she was in this movie that just came out on Apple TV plus called Coda that like won the Sundance, like, Grand Jury and the uh, Audience Award, and she played, like, the best friend. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's, like, a great step in the right direction. But I still kind of thought this was cool that it was, like, a lead role. Like, it's a lead role, how no matter how you slice it. And they gave it to sort of somebody that, like, wasn't uh, the quote-unquote name. So I always like that. 
when I see that in movies. No, me too. Me too. Yeah. And I mean, for this, like, we have like a little bit of like the cameos pop up because mm-hmm. uh, Candyman is in it. Tony Todd is in it. And whenever he shows up in a movie, I'm always like, yes, perfect. He's got that voice. But, like, he's got, like, like much to do, which was annoying. I'm like, come on, guys. He has that's, a great voice. That's what he's the best. Me. Put him in everything. Yeah, that's what bothers me when people are like, we're gonna, I think the perfect example of like this happening recently was why was Amy Adams the mom in Dear Evan Hansen? Like, you're just not utilizing Amy Adams. Like, it's when I'm like, this is what I say, when any actor or actress could play a specific role, I'm like, why did you give it to somebody that has all this talent? It's like, like, because, yeah, she was very underutilized. I thought she did a great job with what she had. Oh, of course. Like, when is did she not, didn't, didn't have to do much. Maybe, maybe, though, maybe, and this was my theory. My theory is that, like, maybe she has kids who love Dear Evan Hansen. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know if she has children old enough to like Dear Evan Hansen. But who knows? Um, I don't know. There could be, like, <laughs> eight-year-olds out there eating Dear Evan Hansen up. But, yeah, it happens in, it happens in things. Like, and I'm just like... Like I, I, I'm like, wh- why, why anybody yeah. could have been this role? Like Pamela Adlon being the mom in Bumblebee got me too. I was like, you're too good for this. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Well, I think for something like this, for like horror movies, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we got like, you know, we got the guy who's like one of the most iconic. Yeah, characters. that makes sense. And I think, but then like to not use him is a travesty because he's so fucking good in things. And like, he was also underutilized in the new Candyman, which yeah. I don't want to talk about because I actually really loved the new Candyman, but like he only shows up like at the very end. And I was like, ah, <laughs> what are you like, doing? <laughs> but yeah, so he sort of like comes out as he's like one of the carnies at this like festival and he comes out and all he does is sort of, he has this really cool, like booming voice and his presence and he comes out on the stage and he's like, we have a volunteer and, you know, she's been a naughty girl, so we have to decapitate her. And I was right. just like, what? And that's kind of it. Like, that's it for him in the, the whole movie. Yeah. And you know what's funny is that, like, this movie, he also is in another one where, for some reason, they're also carnies. I don't really? know if it's in the same universe. I hmm. doubt it is. But it's like this movie, and that's actually what I thought we were going to be watching before I started watching this. And I was like, oh, this is completely different. But like, oh, there was this other, yeah, was it kind of recent where it's like these kids and they go to this fair, but like they like beat up this like disabled kid. Oh shit! And beat him up, and then they end up di- like the kid ends up dying. Oh, and so then like the carny awful. people like bring him back to life, and then he starts like going after the people that like hurt him and Tony Todd's in that and it's also like done on like the fit like on like the carnival grounds and it's so funny because like I thought that's what this movie was at first and I'm like wait a minute I don't remember any of this happening oh shit I'm trying to like look that up because that actually sounds kind it's of another awesome one, though, where like execution wise was it's yeah scary. it was not good it's, like I think I just like watched it on tv like during quarantine and was like, oh, I'm glad this is, like, just a thing I'm catching on TV. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. But. Yeah, he's been in so much shit. Yeah, he's been in a lot. I, I'll, I'll see what it was because I know, I know it's in, like, 
it had to have been in like the last five years, but yeah, that that one sounds kind of cool. But yes, I'm sorry, that was not this movie. <laughs> Although this was fine, I was still seeing teenagers getting killed. He was being ominous. Yeah, it was fine. it was exactly what I remembered in a lot of ways. Ways, yeah. You're like, oh, this is kind of the same movie that I did yeah. watch. Before. Like, sure, the specifics are very different, but other than yeah. that, like the vibes were still there. Yeah, one of the things that like got me with this movie was like we have our um you know, our lead girl and she's sort the whole thing is sort of like, Oh, um you're coming back to like she's supposed to meet up with her friends, but then all of her friends just think she's not gonna show up. And mm-hmm. it becomes this like why did why do you all know I said I was coming? So I was like, what what did they not know about this like Natalie, this girl? The like the the only one that like hopes she's coming is like the nerdy kid that has like a crush on her, so he buys like an extra ticket to Hellfest for her. Right. Meanwhile, all of her friends are just like, Oh, this bitch ain't gonna show up. Yeah, like, they make it seem like she's, like, incredibly unreliable. Yeah, and it was so weird. But, like, it never, it never, um, it's never something that is addressed ever again. Like, it's never something that, like, yeah, you know, like, maybe it's, like, if it if they had, like, weaved that in where it was, like, oh, she's not going to show. She's not going to show. She's never, she never shows up, like, for anything. Like, that kind of thing. Like, if they had kept that up and then, like, somehow, like, entwined that with the movie. Like, yeah. like oh, like, there's. You know, and then at the end of the day, it's like, ah, she showed up. See, <laughs> she showed up physically and emotionally. There we are. We have a movie. <laughs> yeah, I think a big problem is that there was like, granted, I'm I'm not getting on it too hard because it's literally like a 90 minute horror movie. But there's like no character development or like I don't know anything about any of these characters outside of they say they're friends or they've yeah. known each other or why that weird like um alternative girl keeps calling Natalie like uh grade school like what is the meaning of that have you known each other since grade school you think she's been a loser since grade school we literally have no idea what that insult and why it's an insult I think Natalie even like is like why is this an insult and I'm like yes we too want to know why this is an insult. hey we, we'd like to get in on that inside joke too can like, we get in on that <laughs> shit. it's like the dumbest insult like oh hey grade school like what so funny so funny but like also too like so there were parts of this movie where i was like it is like it is like someone either like super old people or aliens who are like oh this is how teenagers are yes yes it's one like, of those they, movies they, they not seem like real teenagers no no not at all <laughs> and like it's they were like weirdly independent too i think they're like of college age but i'm not sure like where in the spectrum of college they fall but they like all like live by themselves they're like living with their boyfriends great i know like college people live by themselves with their boyfriends but they seemed like oddly independent yeah like in a way that i was like i'm still not even that independent now i was just like god if like whenever i get my next man i don't even my ass would not want to live with him (laughs) (laughs) until there's a ring on the finger but i just also am weird and love my independence but this girl like lives with her boyfriend and like their other friend and then i'm just like like well how old are you all right right clearly old enough to drink though because they they don't just they're not like we're gonna sneak in alcohol into hellfest they like purchase all the alcohol that hellfest offers so like unless they have really good fake ids like they i think my assumption is that they are at least 21 plus yes yeah yeah again not sure (laughs) 
No clue. But, um, yeah, so basically they, they're going to this horror, like this, like theme park thing. And what happens is there's this serial killer who shows up and is like ready to just like mow people down. And it yes. kind of reminded me of that scene. Did you ever see Trick or Treat? No, no, I haven't seen that one. There's like a vignette in that one where like it's this like very crowded, um, like parade party mm-hmm. thing like out in the streets of the town. And there's this girl and like she notices that she's being followed. Oh, so fucking creepy. It's super creepy, but like what's super creepy about it is that it's like, like there are people all around her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's not oh, by herself. Yeah. She's not yeah. And That's, then like at a certain point she gets, like he stabs her. He stabs mm-hmm. her and like kills her. But like because it's Halloween and like everybody's dressed up in costumes, like they think she's like doing like a bit. I know, like, yeah. When he finally, like, guts her and, like, kills her, he just, like, puts her next to these, like, drunk people that are, like, st- sitting, like, sitting on the Damn, street. That's and actually, like, like, a brilliant way to murder somebody, if you yeah, think about no, it. You should definitely watch that movie at some point. That movie is great. Yeah, like, that's, like, a, if you think about it, like, a Halloween crowded, everybody's, like, intoxicated or they're in weird costumes. You just go around stabbing the shit out of people. It's terrifying. But, yeah. like, brilliantly terrifying. Right. Oh my well, god. No, but that's oh. like whenever we go, whenever we go to the parade for Halloween, like there is a part of me that's always like kind of like paranoid. Oh, and there's I also the part of me that's like, like I'm over this. <laughs> but like, but I'm just all like, nah, like someone's gonna trick or treat me, and I'm gonna get like, and people yeah. know that I'm a dumb drunk mess. So like, you guys are just gonna think I'm being. A <laughs> yeah. Turns out oh my I'll God. be dead. <laughs> yeah, you know shit. I was like, I think I'm way too old for that. Last year, I was like, that parade, or two years ago because of COVID, I was just like, there are way too many fucking people at this place. I am leaving. <laughs> and that was like three months before the shutdown. Yes. It's amazing that like crazy. none of us did not get COVID that evening. Yeah. Like, oh my there God. Plenty of times, though, plenty of times, like right up to like March 8th. We're like, I was like doing, I was just doing wild shit. Like I was just like being out with like strangers at like four in the morning. And I'm like, how did I not get COVID? Yeah. How is yeah. COVID not like the wor- the least worst thing that happened in <laughs> Right? Oh my God. But yeah, so there's a bunch of people around and, but this guy, it's like so creepy because he like walks through security, like so like even keel and he, d- yeah. he clearly doesn't have any weapons on him because he wouldn't make it through security. But he has, like, the mask in his pocket, and it's the mask that matches, like, a lot of the workers in the yeah. park, which makes it, like, so he's completely blending in. Like, mm. they're just, like, they're, like, oh, yeah, like, why are you paranoid that this guy's following you? Like, if he's an actor, he, like, gets paid to, like, follow you and scare you, like, blah, blah, blah. So, like, it takes away that, like, you know, like sort of the idea of like, oh, am I being stalked right now? Or is this part of the show? Type yeah. Thing? And see, like, that's such a cool idea. Yes, for sure. It's so cool. Yeah. And I'm just like, we're going to have to like, we're going to just like have to borrow concepts from this and just make a different horror movie. Right. I would love to have gone to like, that was an intense, like, theme. like if you think like Halloween Horror Nights is good or like Fright Fest is good. This thing like puts it all to shame. Yeah. I like, want to know what like, some of those like actual like haunted house experiences. Like yeah. there are some where you have to sign like waivers though, and I'm like, no, oh, if you no. touch me, I will fucking kill you. Yeah, no, no. There's this one that's not even like really like it's called McCamey Manor. 
Mm-hmm. It used to be in San Diego, but then I think it moved to like Tennessee. It's literally a dude that like owned a house, filled it with actors, and was like, "If you sign this waiver, we'll pretty much torture you." Like, Absolutely. like you can get waterboarded. I was like, "What the fuck?" And guess who wants to do it, Bobby? I was like, "What is wrong with you, dude? There is something mentally ill." If you're like, "Yes, please," like pretend I'm on an episode of Fear Factor, but like up the ante by like fifteen. It's like, no, absolutely not. Like, that's that's not even getting scared. Story. It's just like you're getting waterboarded. Yeah. No, like that's just that sounds yeah. awful. But, yeah, the one thing about a haunted house that I always like is the idea of knowing they can't touch you. So, like, signing yeah. a waiver where they can't yeah. fuck you. That's fine. But, oh, yeah, gosh. touch me. No, all bets are off. You're getting they get, like, pretty close, like straight in your but they cannot physically touch you. So, oh, God. <laughs> but these people, these kids were, like, way too game for, like, getting physically touched. They're like, yes, we can't, we signed this waiver. And I was like, why are you all excited about this haunted house? Yeah. No, it's so like, weird because it's just like, man, like, your town must really suck because, like, not that they seem like they're particularly Halloween enthusiasts. They're just like, there's nothing else to fucking do in this town. We're just going to go get fucked up and, like, get freaked out by this thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. And some of, like, I felt like this movie was rated R, but, like, it wasn't, like, overtly grotesque by any any stretch of the imagination when it it pertains. It was a lot of, like, knife violence, which I get when you have, like, knife violence with that amount of blood associated with it. You have to pretty much give it an R rating. You don't, you can't really just be like, oh, it's PG-13, even though we saw, like, a knife go deep into this girl's chest and come yeah. back out, whether or not you saw her, like, entrails come with it. You're still like, yeah, this 13-year-old probably, probably shouldn't be gonna freak out. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, we have fact, to do like, you know, like, you know, we, we get used to seeing so many movies where, um, you know, someone gets, like, their head bashed in, and, like, you see, oh. like, brains and shit, and, like... Yeah. You know, like, when you see someone get stabbed, like... I think also, like, the emotional violence that comes with that sometimes has to, like, be put into play. Like, when you, like, when you see someone get stabbed, like, you know how you kind of gasp at the same yeah. time? You're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I do... Like, constantly. <laughs> yeah, and it's not necessarily, like, I think there's a difference of, like, brutality versus like this i think this is cut and dry like slasher like people are yeah. being like slashed and you're like oh okay versus like you know with freaky there were like moments of like brutality yeah it's like there's just so i don't know if there's like a, a disconnect between a knife and a gun somebody physically harming you like with their own hands yeah like like that that sort of that sort of brutality really really irks me out and self-harm freaks me the fuck out like the end scene of 13 reasons why is one of the most gut-wrenching things i've like literally ever watched in my entire life and i'm like oh my god so like those things freak me out on a way different level than like any like this whole i was completely unfair i don't know what it says about me maybe i'm just completely desensitized people being stabbed but i'm just (laughs) like or even gun violence you get like shot in the head of of slashers in a way like, this felt old-school slasher, like, the way things were in the 80s, where it's like, yeah, you yeah. just get stabbed with a knife, and, like, the blood comes out, and then and then we, we move on. 
Yeah, yeah. which is kind of, I kind of liked that a little bit. Yeah, I prefer it, too. I prefer it, too. And it's only yeah. something I've only gotten used to maybe in the last, like, couple years. Like, before, I used to, like, not want to see any blood at all. Like, I just preferred, like, implied violence. Yeah, I kind of like how, like, the first, like, how uh, the first Friday the 13th isn't even, like, remotely violent. It's not. It's like it's, yeah. it's like really not. Even Friday the like even like um Nightmare on Elm Street isn't like there are there are moments, but it's not hyper violent. The first Halloween right. isn't really hyper violent. So but no, they can the be terrifying. All of these of all of these like franchises basically got off on like the vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was a very scary vibe. And like yeah, like people eventually started getting killed. But then I think, like, what happens is, like, now you're, like, dealing with a franchise and you're, like, upping the ante. Where all yeah. of a sudden now we're, Jason is in space and he's freezing someone's, like, he's freezing someone's face in, like, nitro ice and then smashing him and then they fly to pieces. Yeah. So it's very like, different from just, like, stabbing, stabbing a kid at Crab Crystal Lake. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's that. So I kind of appreciated that aspect because I'm very, like, I can't do torture, like the Saw movies. Like, oh, I can't do what I saw Spiral because like my friends were like, oh, let's go see Spiral, and then I literally had to like excuse myself at one point and like go to the bathroom because I was like, this is just revolting. Like a part, there was like a part of Spiral that I felt like could have been really good. There was like a moment of like, oh, this is kind of like a really interesting mystery like cop movie and then it was like oh we're just gonna throw in these grotesque moments of like utter violence that i was just like and then they told me that that was a tamer version of like the song music. music. And i was like this shit's tame fuck these movies i'm sorry yeah, absolutely not but yeah basically though what happens is like the the serial killer guy gets into the um he gets in there and uh he starts killing people and it is funny because like the first couple of times yeah like when they see like that one girl get killed yeah that was actually maybe my favorite part of the movie that's yeah that's probably going to be my like batshit moment but like the first couple times they're just like oh like this is part of the show but like the one girl is just like i don't know this seems kind of real fucked up yeah But you can see why they would be like, oh, yeah, this is part of the show. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, basically then just like shit falls apart. Like they're they're running away from this guy. And I got to say, like the kills, like, yeah, like you said, like the kills aren't like super, super awful. No, like, no, you get no. The sense from this guy, because like a lot of my like issue with a lot of like villains and slashers and like horror movies is that they seem... They seem almost like superhuman, like yes. all, like an actual boogeyman or something. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is just a dude who's like stabbing people because he wants yeah. to fucking kill them. He's yeah, not and- even trying to be clever. Like no, he's, no, he's like <laughs> he's just doing his job. He's a layman. Because <laughs> yeah, there is always that super like I, they're bringing in like um, the new Halloween. They're like pretty much in the trailer. We're talking about how he's like can't possibly be human because like a human can't survive the certain things that michael myers survives whereas you're right this is just a creepy kind of brawly dude with a hoodie and a mask that's just like you know what i'm gonna stab some fucking people yeah (laughs) i do have some issues with the way they did the whole because like they retconned a bunch of the halloween stuff 
for the new this the last one that just yeah. came. And it feels like now they're like bringing it back. We'll they're bringing see. like weird yeah. supernatural. Yeah, we still have to we have to go see the new one. Yeah, it comes out like this week, right? It comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Shit. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Know, I'm excited. But um, but that's what I liked about this villain is that like he's mm-hmm. definitely just like a serial killer. Like he's just just coming in. He's killing people. He's not doing anything like too fancy because he is actually trying to like stay under the radar. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's interesting, though, is, like, I've never really paid close enough attention when I go to, like, a Disney World or a Six Flags. But, like, he walks in without a weapon and is just like, okay, I'm going to improvise by finding a weapon. I don't know if there's ever been, like, a big knife in any of these. Because that just feels dangerous. It feels like somebody could grab said big knife and stab people. So the fact is, there's, like, it almost, like, it was, like, a... Somebody was cutting, like, fruit or something at, like, the fruit stand or some shit in the park and, like, puts the knife down and he just, like, picks, casually picks it up and walks off and now he has this, like, pretty big big knife. And I'm like, I just don't recall seeing, like, weapons like that in a It depends because, like, I would say, like, because I felt like it being, like, this little fruit stand was kind of silly. Like, if it had been, like, I don't know, if they were doing, like, um... Like, like an actual, like, catered event or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, where, like, if someone is, like, using a butcher knife to, like, cut meat or something. Cause, like, it was, like, a hilarious I- item for just, like, a li- like, some fruit. You right? Know? Yeah. And I was yeah, like, person okay. takes fruit cutting very seriously. Good, yeah. They we had a whole subplot cut out of this, like, person just trying to get her, like, pri- their prized yeah. <laughs> boxy knife back. Like, oh, my God. Right, yeah, the whole time there's just this one girl being like, where the fuck is my knife? <laughs> that is an expensive-ass item. I got that in front yeah. Like, you know, just the, the final way. scene is, like, the knife. Like, if you just see, like, because the guy gets stabbed. And I think he, like, drops the knife, and he, like, walks off, because they always walk off. But I just love that yeah. this girl comes in, like, picks up the knife and cleans it off, and was just like, this is my fucking knife. I'm yeah. leaving. Hey, did you see who took this? Did you see who took this? Do you know what this cost me? This was an expensive knife. It's like, my oh husband my bought it. It's been all, like, nicked. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would I would have loved that. I would have oh loved that subplot. We would have saved the whole movie. No. We're going to put um, that subplot in a movie. <laughs> but yeah, we have, like, the, the, the our lead, you know, our quote-unquote final girl, Natalie, the, the character we know the most about but still know nothing about. Nothing about. Um, yeah. So she's the only one that's kind of, like, paying attention to things mm-hmm. more than other people. Like, may, I, it could be because mainly she didn't really want to go here, so she's sort of, like, more aware of her surroundings and isn't as just, like, into the, the theme of this park. It was more like, I'm going to go here so I can kind of make out with this cute guy and maybe have a little fun with, like, my best girlfriend. Get it. Um, Get it so you're like, okay, you're having, like, a, you're having a good time. I feel you, girl. like your best life for tonight. That would maybe be me, because as much as I like horror, I'm not a big haunted house person. They don't really necessarily scare me. I just, I feel like I'm always on edge. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I get it. But I'd be like, all right, if there's a cute boy and he's buying you a bunch of shit, like that kid was determined to buy, he's very unathletic, but he was determined to win her, like, a prize at, like, yeah. this theme. Oh, that's it was so cute. cute. Yeah, it led to his death, but hey. You know what? If someone does that for me for a stuffy, it's worth it. 
They died. They died the good death. After wasting like fifty dollars to try to win this like thirty cent item, that's you can imagine. Oh my gosh, that's like when you waste so much money in like claw machines. You're like, motherfucker, this thing costs like three dollars, right. and now I've wasted how much money to attain it? But like, this it's is part of the fun. Yeah. Right. Um. <laughs> yeah. So sort of, she's sort of hyper aware of like everything that's sort of going on. Um, so I think that we could really, I think it seems like we have our, the same batshit moment, which was probably yeah. like a, a, it was like a pivotal moment. It's like, so they're going through, was it their first haunted house that they yes. had like gone through? Yeah. It was like the first, not maze, but like whatever that is. Yeah. Like the first like attraction they were in. Yeah. And so like at the end, this girl just like runs in and she's like freaking out. And they're like, I did like the one line because the, uh, Natalie is like calling where all of the scares are going to come from. And she's yeah. been right on like every single one. And she walks in this last one. She's like, Oh, this person's going to exit from like this door over here. And all of a sudden this girl comes in and then, uh, they were like, Oh man, girl, bad, poor timing. <laughs> like, you know, like you came in late. Like we knew like, so they're like giving her shit thinking she's part of the attraction. Yeah. Yeah. And then. The guy comes in and it's just so creepy. He like gets in their faces and then they're like, dude, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, step off. Right. And then he like, <laughs> he like, but then didn't like her two friends like left because they're like, we're over this. And then yeah. like Nat, like Natalie literally like seals this girl's fate because she's like, oh, are you going to finish your show? Like, she's right under there. Like, are you going to get her? Yeah. And, grabs her, like, pulls her out, and, like, stabs her. And, like, Natalie watches it the whole time. Oh, man. And, again, like, it's, oh. In, like, a in in a good movie, this would have yeah. been, like, a show-stopping moment. Like, that was still a good scene it was still in a not-great like, movie. I was shocked. I was, I yeah. was, like, like, yeah. it was Crazy. Because you can like see it, like the acting, like she's a pretty good actor. Um, yeah. Like you could see it on her face where there's the moment of like she believes, like in the beginning she sort of believes everything is what it seems. Yeah. And then like you can see the like sort of switch like where every, yeah, yeah, where it's like, whoa, Wait, hell, yeah, that seemed very real. And yeah. it's like I'm but, gonna like, that incredibly violent, interesting, yeah. interesting. Yeah, but the, and yeah. See a moment later, though, that makes her like, which was like, I thought this was kind of this was good filmmaking in a way. Um, like a moment later, we see somebody else get stabbed and then like the knife comes out and they're like, ha ha ha, like we're fine. So it makes her think, oh, like maybe that moment that felt so real was actually fake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so like that, getting that. Yeah. So, no, it was really good. I did, I loved that part. Yeah, that <laughs> scene was like, I love seeing this young girl, but it's funny because like this guy like goes in without a plan and, uh, with this girl, like the girl that he stabbed, she's just walking around with like her girlfriends and she's like, oh my God, like nobody can scare me. Like get away. From, like, what are you doing? And she like <laughs> punch it. Like she smacks into him and she's like, dude, like step off. So he like <laughs> clearly pisses him off and he's like, oh bitch. And I'm like, you're dead. So now, now that, like, you know, you had Natalie mouth off to him, like, see this murder and then, like, walk away from him. He then, like, hyper-focuses on her. Yeah. she's the one that he's – but it's so funny that it's, like, he likes the cat and mouse. Like, he could have killed her in so many moments. That's a, that is always, like, the the issue with so many 
any thriller. Yeah. I would, like, because it's either, like, yeah, they do the cat and mouse, or they have, like, some long-ass monologue that gives the, like, person enough time to, like, figure out how to, like, get the hell away. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of, like, long, like, long, yeah. Yeah, the long monologue, and it's like, oh, I, I monologue. I figure out, like, oh, I think it was in Scream 3. I think it was Scream 3. Scott Foley was like, oh, my God, I'm monologuing right now. I think it was that. That's it funny. was some movie where, like, this killer is, like, giving this, like, speech. It was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm monologuing right now. And I was like, that's so aware, and I love it. Like, yeah. Oh. But, Yeah. So basically, though, like in this one, they he gets through most of them. He doesn't. Oh, they he. It's like Brooke and Natalie are the ones. Yeah. Left. So her and her like best girlfriend from like I assume high school or life in general. They, yeah. They're so there's not just a final girl. There's like the two of them. But like you know that like. Brooke wouldn't survive if it weren't for Natalie. Oh, for sure. It's yeah, just going to go gangbusters. But what caught me was there was, like, where there's the moment where, like, um, so their friend gets, like, almost half decapitated and sort of just, like, runs away from it because she's the one that's in, like, the, the Tony Todd, like, oh, watch this person get decapitated. Yeah. And then he, like, can't decapitate her because the the thing is the blade's just not sharp enough. So right. she's able to, like, get away. But then he stabs her, and then he stabs Brooke's boyfriend. And at this moment, everybody in the park just freaks the fuck out. They're like, yeah. what the fuck? So everybody's running. My question was, like, I don't know if I was half paying attention. Why did they run into a haunted house? Why didn't they just run out of the goddamn park? Right? No, I no. I like, exactly. exit. Exit, exit. Come and outrun me, bitch. I'm not yeah, going to run no, into a guy. Exactly what we'd be doing. I'd be like, we're not going anywhere. We're not stopping for anything. We're yeah. getting to the car. I'm not going to lose you in this haunted house. I'm going to lose you in the crowd of people that are all simultaneously running towards the exit. Right. So I Which did not get that. That's kind of like where they were going with it. It's like, oh, shit. Like, everything is, like, super clogged. But, like, Maybe. Me, like we got to stay out in the open then. Like, we got to, yeah. like. I need to know if someone's coming towards me at all points, you know? Yeah, so the idea of, like, oh, let's, like, hide in this haunted house. He won't find us. I'm like, no, he's probably going to find you in the damn haunted house. Yeah. And then once you're out of the haunted house, like, what what are you doing? Are you going to, then continue on towards the exit or go into, like, the next haunted house? Right. Like, like, come on. Come on. So I was just like, what? Well, like, what are you doing? Uh, But I will give her credit, though. There was one point, because my, 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 bother in all of these films are when you get the you get the upper hand on the killer that you don't just keep like bashing him in oh yeah no you're getting like there was getting <laughs> yeah i just hit brains on my shirt by the time i'm done with you because they like hit usually hit once and then like run off yeah and um this i was like at least there was like one point where she's like going to town and she's like getting them and then she like corners them and like stabs them so she like actually gets like, a, a decent upper hand on him, not as well as, like, reality will tell you, just literally murder this person, because he's trying <laughs> to murder you. If you have the upper hand, and you hit him once and run, you're, what are you doing? You deserve to die. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, he does get, he, the the killer guy, the other, he yes. gets um, so stupid. Yeah, I think they were trying to go for, like, the shape. So the other, 
And I was like, no, right? you're not going to up the shit. But it was like, this is terrible. This is yeah. a terrible name. Yes, yes. We never see his face, which is fine. But. Yeah. Because there is something that's, like, even creepier about that. Because, like, he oh, does sure. manage to get away. Like, he's wounded. He's yeah, been, like, yep. stabbed. But he gets away. And, like, you know, like, the very last scene is him, like, going home. And you realize he's, like, a normal dude. Yes. Like, this and little not, girl. like, like like a normal dude like he like lives in the suburbs he like has a kid and he gives his kid like the stuffed animal that he gets like yeah. at, from the fair. and she gets excited like she wakes up of course like you know you've seen enough movies you know that he's not going to kill this little kid like this is clearly his daughter he like walks into this this house and there's this little girl asleep in front of the tv and she wakes up and she like looks for a second she's like daddy and like runs to him and you're like oh my god because like people are like that's so i kind of like that's interesting too like no i love that that's that's actually more terrifying that he's not some just like creep who's like living in the woods like being a creep all the time like actually most of the time he's being a normal dude he's probably giving you know he probably works in a bank somewhere like etk yeah that dude volunteered at his goddamn church he had a wife and children and people didn't know but my only thing is though like when did he like what is your excuse when you're going off to like murder people like was something like btk where it like was a it was an event for him to like murder these poor women so it's like, are you on a business trip? And you didn't he? Wasn't he always like kind of like pulling it off as like being like business trips? Yeah, because that like sort of makes sense. But then you're like, are you either like sleeping with another woman or killing people? Oh, like you go on a lot of business trips there. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> but that's why yeah. like he he stopped for a while though, right? Yeah, and I like, think he stopped the for only like reason, ten years. Yeah, and I think the only reason he got caught is because he got cocky and like kind of wanted to get caught. Because didn't yeah. he start writing like letters? To like the police oh, or something. That's probably it. So it's sort of like I kind of want to be caught at this point when you probably well, yeah, would have like, totally oh, gotten away with like, murder. I think for sure. Like they want people to know how like how they got away with it. Yeah, I always think I always find it so intriguing that nobody found Zodiac, and that yeah. at this point Zodiac's probably dead or well, in they, 90. They, there was something that just recently came out, like maybe two weeks ago, that said that they thought they had DNA evidence. Oh shoot! Or like the Black Dahlia, and it feels very anticlimactic, right? You're like, oh, it's been this dude the whole time. Or like people not being sure who the Black Dahlia was too. Yeah, the Black. Yeah, I know things like that. That's what's so goddamn scary. Like somebody can just like terrorize an entire city and then just like or just disappear into the night. Stop! Like what is like? Yeah, because at least what we've learned from like shows like Dexter and his Dark Passenger is that there's. There's this need to do it. There's this thrill and this and like no matter what. And like the new season of Dexter is going to come out soon. It it looks as if he has stopped for a while, but there's still that need in him. So it's like, how do you like stop murdering people? Yeah, like exactly. So interesting. Like a diet. Like you just like you just have to like force it. Yeah, no carbs, no no murder. no carbs, no carbs, no killing. <laughs> That's what I'm staying away from. My New Year's resolution: don't murder. Um, but yeah, so where would you put this on the the garbage meter? I mean, this is pretty like standard ass garbage. Yeah. Like I wouldn't even say it's hot garbage because like it's not even interesting enough to be that. <laughs> no, it could have been if 
premise was executed a little yeah. better. Yeah, God, maybe like hopefully we start getting granted we're 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 for the most part not watching the best movies, but like, we have some good ones that get thrown in there too. But I I just want one that's like the premise, like the promise, like the promise of the premise is like comes to fruition. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I would right. love something executed well. Please, thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's my problem. But I would, yeah, I would definitely put this as just like straight down the middle garbage. Like we'll probably never watch this again. No, I don't think I ever need to. You know, it's not like it's one of those moments of like, oh, there's like 90 minutes of my life I'll never get back. Like I right. didn't feel like that at all. Like yeah. with some movies, I was just like, oh, there's where it's but like also like, yeah, and it's certainly not one of the yeah. ones where like after that you feel like you've like been up for two days, even though yeah. you've only, like it's only been like two hours of your life, but you feel like you ran a marathon, like you're winded. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, well, there's time. Or like, I, I, I don't think I've necessarily felt like that recently where I'm just like watch something and have felt, but I have in the past, but I've felt oh, like, oh, there's, like the haunting of Marley Hartley, I think we have to do that at some point. I don't know why we didn't do. It. I maybe it's because I just refuse to watch it again. It might <laughs> easily be the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. More and than was like Showgirls too. <sighs> no, Showgirls too just like wasn't. Tr- I felt like it's not a movie. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> like, that is like, like that's like we watched recorded fan fiction. Yeah, exactly. Whereas like <laughs> the haunting of Marley Hartley was attempting to be like an actual movie and just was so bad. So very, very, very bad. So yeah, maybe we'll just never watch it. I don't recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that's this week's episode of Hellfest. Not one of Tony Todd's best by a long shot. Oh no, sorry. But I hope he got paid handsomely for it. Yes. So yeah, next week we'll be back with another spooky another spooky episode. So that's yeah, gonna be Yeah. Fun. Yeah, that would that be our one our last one of October? I think two more. There's two oh, more. Today's the thirteenth. Oh my god, wow, it's only the thirteenth. Shit. Well, we yeah. got more spooky behavior. Yeah, more spooky <laughs> stuff to come, guys. Woo, the I best did. time of the year. Woo. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. And again, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you so much. And if you like us, please like and subscribe to us because and talk to us because we're just trying to grow the podcast uh, for for you guys, too. Please. Yeah, we love talking to you guys. So whenever you guys do, like, talk to us on Twitter and on Instagram, it always makes our day. We really, really love it. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye. See ya. Sweet, sweet garbage, baby. Sweet, sweet garbage, baby.